Hello, hello. This is Series 8 of Satisfied. The Series 8 podcasts enhance the God-dependent woman Bible study covering the book of 2 Corinthians in the New Testament. I'm Melanie Newton, just an everyday kind of woman who loves the Lord and His Word. In the last podcast, we looked at how our response to hardships reveals whom we're following, Christ, ourselves, or the world. Today's podcast will cover Lesson 10 of the God-Dependent Woman Bible Study. We will see how and why God's grace is sufficient for every need. Dependent living is hard. Reading through 2 Corinthians chapter 12 brought tears to my eyes. There's so much in it that speaks to my heart. Everything in it grabbed my attention. Paul was the man who was caught up to the throne room of God, literally snatched up by God, where he heard inexpressible things, unspeakable because of its glory and sacredness. He kept that to himself all those years and refrained from boasting about that experience. Who can do that on their own? No one. Christ gave him the ability to do that. And he only told about that experience here in 2 Corinthians because of his friend's gullible acceptance of the false teachers claiming they were better than Paul. He basically said in verse 11, I'm telling you this because you drove me to it. God gave him a thorn in the flesh to keep him from being conceited about having this personal experience. It was ongoing. He called it a messenger from Satan that God permitted to harass him similar to what happened to Job. The message translation says in verse 7, I was given the gift of a handicap to keep me in constant touch with my limitations. Satan's angel did his best to get me down. What he in fact did was push me to my knees. Oh yeah. And on his knees, Paul listened to Christ say no to removing the thorn and then give him the reason for doing so. The Lord said to him, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So Paul basically said, Hooray for my weaknesses! I want Christ and His power on me more than my own. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Who can do that on their own? No one. Christ gave him the ability to do that too. Are all our physical afflictions from Satan? No. Most of the time they're simply from living in a fallen world where sin has caused disease and destruction. Sometimes God does the afflicting, as in the case of Jacob, so that our pride would be destroyed. We've seen in 2 Corinthians that God allows us to experience physical stresses with the purpose of strengthening our faith as we rely on Him to handle them. A thorn is anything that drives us to God, making us weak, so we have to depend on Him. The truth is that the thorn experiences make us more usable towards God's purposes than the third heaven ones do. We get that right here in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Paul wanted the Corinthians to see that he was a true apostle sent to them by Jesus Christ himself. And Christ not only permitted all those hardships in his life, but had purpose in doing so. 
the Corinthians should have stood up and cheered for him, declared he was their true apostle and spiritual father. Instead of wavering, they should have been his strongest supporters against the slander of the pompous bad guys. Paul reassured them he wasn't interested in their money or their possessions. He didn't want to use them or exploit them. He wanted to love them and have them love him back. They were his children, and he longed to have the misunderstandings completely cleared up. And he couldn't do that on his own either. He was dependent on Christ to do that as well. Dependent living is hard. It is refraining from boasting about spiritual experiences. It is enduring a thorn in the flesh God chooses not to heal. It is trusting God's grace to be sufficient to handle anything in life. It is being glad about weaknesses so Christ's power shines in you instead of your own. It is trusting Him for strength all the time, not just when you can't do something on your own. It is spending yourself for others so they grow spiritually. It is doing everything in the sight of God through Christ and for the strengthening of other believers around us. It is also being humbled by God before others so they see Christ more in you. And it is being grieved by unrepentant sin in those around you. All of that is in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. When Christ said to Paul that his grace was sufficient, he used a word meaning to be possessed of unfailing strength, to be enough. God's grace is his unmerited favor toward humans. It is a gift from God that we don't deserve and can never earn. Salvation by faith alone through Christ alone is a gift of God's grace. The Holy Spirit's presence in every believer as a deposit guaranteeing our future inheritance of a perfected body and soul is a gift of God's grace. Being transformed into the likeness of Christ during this earthly life of ours is a gift of God's grace. All those wonderful treasures that come to us as new creations in Christ are gifts of God's grace. They are enough to make us into whatever God purposes for us to be. God's protection and deliverance from deadly peril are gifts of God's grace. Every healing, every answer to prayer, every time we get guidance about what to do and where to go, those are gifts of God's grace. They are sufficient to get us through this life and have joy in the process. So is the power of Christ working in us to help us in our weakness so that we can say with Paul, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That's a gift of God's grace, sufficient to strengthen us and display the glory of Christ in our lives so that others are drawn to him as they see it. When you admit that you are weak, you desire Christ's power to rest on you. That means to take possession of you. You desire for his power to act on your behalf. It's a heart change when you desire more of him and less of yourself. The results will be the best for you and for those influenced by you for Christ's sake. He works through us. People see it and give him praise. It's a win-win. 
Paul exhibited more and more the character of Christ in his life. We see that in the pages of Scripture. As the years passed, he relied more on Christ, so Christ showed through him. The Holy Spirit made sure we could see that too. As Paul wrote to the churches, his words were the Lord's words to them and to us. Those 13 letters we have in our New Testament are God deemed significant enough to make them scripture for us. Paul followed Christ. He wanted those looking at his life to see how to follow Christ so they would do it too. He didn't do everything right, neither will we. God's gift of grace covers our mistakes as well. Christ's power made perfect in weakness is what he did on the cross for us. It's what he wants to do in us and through us. As these beautiful words say, Jesus Christ gave his life for you so he could give his life to you so he could live his life through you. His grace is sufficient to save us. It is sufficient to regenerate our dead spirit so that we are spiritually alive for eternity. And it is sufficient to live his life through us as we let him. God transforms your life by teaching you to live dependently on him in weakness and in strength. You learn how to do this as you act in obedience to the word of God depend on Jesus Christ for the power to do so, and trust Him with the results. This dependent living will make you stronger and more effective in life as you become a God-dependent woman. Here's our saying to evaluate today. Depending on God isn't a weakness. It's acknowledging His strength. The more we depend on God, the more dependable we find He is. This is actually a true saying. Dependent living isn't weakness. We do acknowledge his strength when we choose to depend on him. And the more we do so, the more we personally discover how truly dependable he is and has been all along. It's a win-win. From our lesson today, here are some reasons why God wants us to depend on him more than on ourselves. To refrain from boasting about personal spiritual experiences, chapter 12, verse 6. Enduring a thorn in the flesh that God chooses not to heal, chapter 12, 7 and 8. Trusting God's grace to be sufficient, chapter 12, verse 9. Being glad about weaknesses so Christ's power shines, chapter 12, verse 9. Trusting Him for strength, 12, verse 10. To love others so much you don't want to use them in any way, 12 verse 14. To spend ourselves for others to grow spiritually, 12 verses 15 and 19. To walk by the Spirit consistently with other believers, chapter 12 verse 17. And facing sin in those we love, 12 verses 20 through 21. Let Jesus satisfy your heart with confidence that you can depend on Him, then live each day as a God-dependent woman. Until next time, I'm Melanie Newton, and this is Series 8 of Satisfied.